Today is the 20th of April, 2020. Welcome to Walking the Way. It's a beautiful Monday. I'm looking out the window. The sun is shining. It's a bit nippy, but it's still a beautiful day. My name is Ray, and I want to say thank you to everyone for listening in as we continue to explore what it means to have a regular rhythm of worship together. If you are joining us for the very first time, let me say thank you and welcome. And let me explain that each episode follows a really simple pattern of a mixture of prayer, scripture, and music. It's easy to pick up as we go along. Before we start, if you'd like to download the script in the show notes, there is a download button. Smash that button, you'll get a PDF of today's episode. If you'd like to support Walking the Way, again, our giving link is in the show notes. We would appreciate all your support, and thank you to those who have given so far. And finally, if you want more information about me or the podcast, head to rayborrett.co.uk. All the information about me and the podcast is there. We always start each episode of Walking the Way with our opening prayer. So let's not break the habit of a lifetime. Let's pray, shall we? Gracious, extravagant God, your goodness overflows into our lives. You pour out abundance. You wrap your love around us all our day. And we wonder at the world that you have created. We give thanks for the bounty of the earth, for those who work the land and harvest the crops, for those who work provides us with food on our tables. We give thanks for those who work for healing of our bodies, our minds, of the earth. We give thanks for those who learn and teach for wisdom and knowledge and guidance. We give thanks for those who struggle for truth and justice, for those who risk their lives for others, for your people throughout the earth who seek to follow you, for those who bear witness to your way and your grace in our world. Surrounded by signs of your care for us, Immersed in your abundant gifts to us, we turn to you in trust. Move us from worry to peace that rests in your good keeping. Move us from anxious grasping to living with open hands and open hearts and open spirits, ready to receive from you life in all its fullness, the heights and the depths permeated through and through with your grace, with you, our Saviour, our Friend, our Redeemer, our Shepherd, and our Lord. Amen. 1 Corinthians 15, verses 55 to 57. Where is its victory? Where is its sting? Sin is what gives death its sting, and the law is the power behind sin. Thank God for letting our Lord Jesus Christ give us the victory. One of the great many challenges and joys of ministry is being able to sit beside someone who is dying. And it's a real privilege for me to have sat beside and prayed for someone as they've gone home to meet Jesus, possibly for the very first time. Death is not new to me. I was in the ambulance service beforehand, and there death is a very different experience. It's a time full of anxiety and in frustration, And in many ways, it's the antithesis of what Paul is saying in our verse today. For doctors, nurses, paramedics, and all medical professionals, death is a failure. That is in part because I believe that many of our wonderful doctors, nurses, and EMS personnel don't believe in an afterlife. And as one doctor put it to me so many years ago, death is a waste. But the miracle of Easter and the resurrection is that death has been changed from a failure to a doorway. Death is no longer something to be feared. 
For those of us who love and follow Jesus, death is the key to the next stage of our very existence, our resurrection into eternal life. It's then that we can truly say, where is death's sting and where is its victory? And we can stand with those who've gone before us as we worship our Creator and our Redeemer together. We're going to have our first piece of music just to give us some time to center our thoughts on God. And then we're going to get into our Bible readings for today. And in today's readings, we read about Jesus and how he raises Lazarus from the dead. Let's ask God to speak to us through the scriptures, shall we? O God of truth, prepare our hearts and our minds to hear and heed your holy word. Bless us today, Lord. Teach us to love eternal truth and to seek its freedom everywhere. We ask this in his holy name. Amen. Our Bible readings this week are taken from the contemporary English version, and today we're reading John 11. A man by the name of Lazarus was sick in the village of Bethany. He had two sisters, Mary and Martha. This was the same Mary who later poured perfume on the Lord's head and wiped his feet with her hair. The sisters sent a message to the Lord and told him that his good friend Lazarus was sick. 
When Jesus heard this, he said, His sickness won't end in death. It will bring glory to God and his son. Jesus loved Martha and her sister and brother. But he stayed where he was for two more days. Then he said to his disciples, Now we will go back to Judea. Teacher, they said, The people there want to stone you to death. Why do you want to go back? Jesus answered, Aren't there twelve hours in each day? If you walk during the day, you will have light from the sun and you won't stumble. But if you walk during the night, you will stumble because you don't have any light. Then he told them, Our friend Lazarus is asleep and I'm going there to wake him up. They replied, Lord, if he is asleep, he will get better. Jesus really meant that Lazarus was dead, but they thought he was only talking about sleep. Then Jesus told them plainly, Lazarus is dead. I'm glad that I wasn't there, because now you will have a chance to put your faith in me. Let's go to him. Thomas, whose nickname was Twin, said to the other disciples, Come on, let's go, so we can die with him. When Jesus got to Bethany, he found that Lazarus had been in the tomb four days. Bethany was only about two miles from Jerusalem, and many people had come from the city to comfort Mary and Martha because their brother had died. When Martha heard that Jesus had arrived, she went out to meet him, but Mary stayed in the house. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you'd been here, my brother would not have died. Yet even now I know that God will do anything you ask. Jesus told her, Your brother will live again. Martha answered, I know that he will be raised from the life on the last day when all the dead are raised. Jesus then said, I am the one who raises the dead to life. Everyone who has faith in me will live even if they die. And everyone who lives because of faith in me will never really die. Do you believe this? Yes, Lord, she replied, I believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God. You are the one we hope would come into the world. After Martha had said this, she went and privately said to her sister Mary, The teacher is here and he wants to see you. As soon as Mary heard this, she got up and went out to Jesus. He was still outside the village where Martha had gone to meet him. Many people had come to comfort Mary, and when they saw her quickly leave the house, they thought she was going to the tomb to cry, so they followed her. Jesus went to where Jesus was. Then as soon as she saw him, she knelt at his feet and said, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. When Jesus saw that Mary and the people with her were crying, he was terribly upset and asked, Where have you put his body? They replied, Lord, come and you will see. Jesus started crying and the people said, See how much he loved Lazarus. Some of them said, He gives sight to the blind. Why couldn't you have kept Lazarus from dying? Jesus was terribly upset, so he went to the tomb which was a cave with a stone rolled across the entrance. Then he told the people to roll the stone away. But Martha said, Lord, you know that Lazarus has been dead four days and there will be a bad smell. Jesus replied, Didn't I tell you that if you had faith you would see the glory of God? After the stone had been rolled aside, Jesus looked up to heaven and prayed. Father, I thank you for answering my prayer. I know that you always answer my prayers. But I said this so that the people here would believe that you sent me. When Jesus had finished praying, he shouted, Lazarus, come out! The man who had been dead came out. His hands and feet were wrapped with strips of burial cloth and a cloth covered his face. 
Jesus then told the people, untie him and let him go. Many of the people who had come to visit Mary saw the things that Jesus did and they put their faith in him. Others went to the Pharisees and told what Jesus had done. Then the chief priests and the Pharisees called the council together and said, What should we do? This man is working a lot of miracles. If we don't stop him now, everyone will put their faith in him. Then the Romans will come and destroy our temple and our nation. One of the council members was Caiaphas, who was also high priest that year. He spoke up and said, You people don't have any sense at all. Don't you know it is better for one person to die, for the people than for the whole nation to be destroyed? Caiaphas did not say this on his own. As high priest that year, he was prophesying that Jesus would die for the nation. Yet Jesus would not just die for the Jewish nation. He would die to bring together all God's scattered people. From that day on, the council started to make plans to put Jesus to death. Because of the plot against him, Jesus stopped going around in public. He went to the town of Ephraim, which is near the desert, and stayed there with his disciples. It was nearly time for the Passover. Many of the Jewish people who lived out in the country had come to Jerusalem to get themselves ready for the festival. They looked around for Jesus. Then when they were in the temple, they asked each other, You don't think he'll come here for the Passover, do you? The chief priests and the Pharisees told the people to let them know if any of them saw Jesus. This is how they hoped to arrest him. We're going to have our second piece of music just to give us some time to think about the bits of scripture that have caught our attention. And then after our music, we're going to say our prayers for the day. Thank you. 
before we pray. Just a reminder that if you would like us to pray for you, then drop us a line through the usual channels, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, email, our voicemail service. They're all there for you. Let us know if you'd like us to pray for you. We'd love to pray with you. We're still praying for Rebecca and Ben. I haven't heard anything new, but I'm trusting that God is beginning to work in the background. Let's pray, shall we? Loving God, thank you that you make all things new. Thank you for the victory and power in your name. Thank you that you hold the keys over death, that by your might, Jesus was raised from the grave, paving the way for us to have new life with you. Thank you that you had a plan, that you made a way. We confess our need for you, fresh, new, again. We ask that you renew our hearts, minds and lives for the days ahead. And so we pray for your refreshing over us. Loving God, keep your words of truth planted firm within us. Help us to keep focused on what is pure and right. Give us the power to be obedient to your word. And when the enemy reminds us where we have been, hissing his lies and attacking our ways, we trust that your voice speaks louder and stronger, reminding us that we are safe with you and that your purposes and plans will not fail. We ask that you will be our defense and rear guard, keeping our way clear, removing the obstacles and covering the pitfalls. Lord, lead us on your level ground. Shine your light in us, through us, over us. May we make a difference in this world for your glory and purposes. Set your ways before us. May all your plans succeed. We may reflect your peace and hope to a world so that desperately needs your presence and healing. Thanks be to you, God, for your indescribable gift. To you be glory and honor on this day and forever. In Jesus' name. Amen. We say together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours now and forever. Amen. In the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us and remain with us now and forevermore. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. You've been listening to Walking the Way. All the details for today's episode can be found in the show notes, including the scripture passages and credits for the press. If you want to partner with Walking the Way, if you'd like to donate towards the project, that would be amazing. We are looking at upgrading all our equipment, so any donations would be fantastic. Please head to www.givesendgo.com forward slash walking the way. And for more information, head to rayborrett.co.uk. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. Don't forget, you can also listen to us on TuneIn and YouTube. My name is Ray, and so until next time, I'll be here waiting as we continue walking the way.